Hi, I'm Gemma. And I'm Rachel. And this is Modern Soul Speaks, a podcast for the spiritually inclined and curious. We hope to create a community for soul seekers who want to take control of their spiritual health and holistic well-being. Each week, we introduce you to new concepts, techniques and modalities to help all of us become conscious co-creators to live our best and most magical lives. Hello lovely people, this week I'm going to give you a Crystal 101. Um, But first, guys, as you know, podcasts thrive on reviews, um, especially the new ones. So please do remember to rate, review and subscribe if you like what you're hearing. Um, And for anyone that does review, we've got um, a bit of a special offer. So we've got a private online New Year's retreat going ahead on Saturday, the 2nd of January. And we'll release a lot more information about it over the next few weeks. But the theme will be around goal setting for the new year. So if you review, um, you will receive a compliment complimentary place on that so please do head to instagram modern soul speaks and send us a screenshot by dm and you'll immediately be added to the guest list for that event and of course if you have any questions or any suggestions on future topics that you'd be interested in hearing about um, or just wish to say hi or engage um, please do dm us we obviously will get back to you um, and we obviously love to hear from you as well Brilliant. Okay, so time to tell you about crystals. Amazing. I'm really excited about this one, Gemma. Um, you know, I've been on your some of your crystal courses before um, and I love them, love them. This is one of my absolute favourite topics. Good news. Okay, so yeah, I think a lot of people know me uh, via crystal information, the crystal workshops, like Rachel was just saying. Um, and I think this is a good time or good chance to start telling you a little bit about my background um, what I used to do, what I'm into now. I'm sure in the future, Rachel will suggest some of, or talk about some of her background. But yeah, so basically, I'm I'm from the UK, as is Rachel. I was born and brought up just down the road to, from Glastonbury, which anyone in this industry will know is supposedly the heart chakra of the world. Um, it's quite hippie. It's quite out there. It's a very fun, cool place to be. Um, most people I know go there regularly, either on a retreat, uh, just to see the beautiful shops, like a whole row, whole town of crystal shops. Uh, So I've always had that in my background, like I was brought up around that. The whole area, Wiltshire, where I'm from, it has a real uh, ancient history, obviously Stonehenge is there. And it's just part of our heritage, I think, if you live in that area, I'm sure people from that from Wiltshire, Somerset, Avon and everything, they would know what I mean. Um, my mum wasn't necessarily into this kind of thing, but definitely would still highlight to me. If we were walking along um, and there was something mythical to tell me from our area, she'd know it and she'd tell me it. So we've I've definitely been brought up connected to ancient UK mythology. So that's, um, you know, I think that's where I started to be aware of this kind of thing. Plus, uh, from the word dots, I was always very intuitive. So again, I had that kind of door open to me of things that maybe other people wouldn't have been aware of at a young age. By the time I'd got into my 20s, I'd done lots of therapy. So I left uni and the following week I was studying to be a hypnotherapist. 
past life regressionist and all sorts of other stuff related to that. So I kind of left a business degree and went off on one immediately into the spiritual realms. At the same time, like I think my lecturers were like, what are you doing? Why are you doing, you know, couldn't be any more different if I tried. Um, I yeah. That. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that same few years, I did my crystal therapy courses, which is very much based around laying crystals on people to work on people's energy so that's when you if you wanted to learn crystal therapy that's the predominant lessons you're going to learn as well as things like using crystals and crystal elixirs things like that which is a topic I'll tell you guys about in the future okay so I did yeah a load of my teachings in my 20s I also worked for the company alternatives which if you guys ever want to attend live events I would recommend that they're based in Piccadilly in London and I used to be an event manager hosting some amazing spiritual teachers Deepak Chopra Marianne Williams uh really learning from the best it's a brilliant they've got some great stuff going on at the moment absolute great stuff you know because they're doing their online at the moment aren't they as well um and I see the emails come through every week and yeah they're doing some brilliant things and some great talkers yeah, yeah, they literally get the best. Uh, they are good friends and colleagues of Hay House, so they have access to their authors. Um, but yeah, I think there's something coming up in January. Uh, Julia Cameron's launching her new book, um, who, which if you guys, I want to talk about Julia Cameron's books in the future. She's, um, if you're a creative, her books are fantastic and intuitive, actually. Uh, she's got a new book launching in January and they've got a six week course I could be wrong but it's six weeks it's a long course working with her uh, working through her new book so they really do get the best teachers so yeah I did that in my 20s then randomly I went backpacking moved to London needed to get a, a job any job to afford London and I started to work for a company called notonthehighstreet.com left knots to set up a shop selling products through knots and sadly without kind of realizing what I was doing I stepped out of the spiritual realm for quite a long time Um, but I don't regret it because it was how I learned to run a business and have more confidence in myself about running and looking after a business so as I always say everything happens for a reason it's a shame that I wasn't doing that within the spiritual realm but I've come back to it. So you kind of, I've come full circle with that extra ability of knowing how to run it. I mean, Rachel, you know, like two weeks, three weeks ago, I was like, do you want to do a podcast? Two weeks later, we're doing a podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that it's so true that sometimes, you know, looking back at things and you think that's really weird. I sort of left that spiritual side of me and then went and did something for a little bit of time, but then have come back to that spiritual thing. And you sort of go, you know what, I don't regret that because actually that was meant to happen that way. And I think that's the thing is like, it took me those years, uh, our other business is now 11, 12 years old. And I've gained abilities that I probably wouldn't have been wouldn't have cultivated as well and contacts so the reason we could do the podcast in two three weeks I don't know how long it's took us would you say about three weeks I'd say about three weeks yeah yeah was because of meeting the right people through the other business so again everything happens for a reason I've come back full circle I'm into this now and I don't regret that at all I also we're going off on a tangent I think I needed that amount of time to integrate what I'd learned in my spiritual practices in my 20s and I just needed to be 
normal job, kind of integrate all the lessons, live them, and then come back like as we've done now. Does that make sense? Complete sense, yeah. That makes complete sense to me. I agree with you. Okay, so yeah, so what happened is a few years ago, I was getting back into all of this, uh, tapping into my intuition. I knew I, the, the one thing that did happen is I started to feel disconnected to my other business. I knew I wasn't in the right industry and I wanted to get back into spiritual work. Didn't know how to do it. Tapped into my intuition and it was its guidance was to go back to like focus on crystals and to start nice and easy by doing a post a day on Instagram about a crystal. So over two weeks, I would post a little bit of facts each day about a particular crystal. Like right now, as we post, as we're doing this podcast, um, I'm doing two weeks on Apophyllite. And it's as easy as that. Uh, That account is called Conscience Crystals, and it's now up to 17,000 people, which amazes me because the other business, I was getting nowhere near that. It shows when you're doing the right thing, how things flow easier um so I started doing that with no understanding other than my intuition suggesting it's a good idea a few months later drink shop do in central London invited me to start running workshops about crystals then other companies in London asked me to start pop-up crystal shops um, and it kind of went from there and it's grown really quickly it's 18 months old uh we run several events a month we're about to sort of set up a membership community site and yeah we're constantly running workshops showing people how and why crystals are a good thing to work with so yeah I'm gonna feel like I went on off on a tangent a little bit but it was just basically to explain why that's my thing like why I will constantly probably over the period of this podcast suggest crystals to you depending on the topic we're talking about and also you know, what background have I got in that subject? The other thing I wanted to highlight, and this is something I know I'm also going to talk about a lot in the future. When I was in my mid-20s and I was first very into spirituality, I feel a lot of the books I was reading were often channeled material, which doesn't mean it's not true. It's just you have to... We were saying in my last, when I was the last one talking, Rachel, about the knowings. Yes, yes. And a lot of the older spiritual books, they were channeled information and you just, you knew, you kind of felt that they were right. But there's no scientific background to to make the left brain feel happy that it knows it's right. That kind of reassurance. What I've noticed in the last 15 years is... And this is what I've noticed. So I'm not saying those books weren't out there. They just weren't in my periphery. And as much as I've tried to remember, I don't think there were many. Now, though, there's a lot of scientific research appearing. Yes, it's not mainstream research, but there is things out there that are starting to affirm these spiritual beliefs. Uh, Since we split the atom in the 1920s, up until today, they're now getting to the point where they could look at the relevance of the atom and how it affects to spirituality and a lot of what I want to bring in and I aim to bring in the future of this podcast is telling people about the science behind these topics so that the left brain can get a bit more involved and so hopefully moving forward listeners you can feel that what you're learning about you're allowed to enjoy it 
you're allowed to affirm it and also you've got the confidence to tell other people because oh, yes this is still a woo-woo subject but it gives you that confidence to kind of own it and allow yourself to enjoy those subjects what do you think Rachel does that make sense complete sense and also I agree with you I think there is a part of the brain that does want to know a bit about the science I mean I'm not a geek by, you know, any stretch of the imagination in terms of, you know, scientific topics, but there is there is part of you that thinks actually what is the science behind this? How do I know and it is that left brain coming through. Um, you know, how do I know that this is um this is correct? This is scientifically or factually right. Um and I know that when I've been on some of your um crystal workshops you do talk about um the science and the background and things i think we're probably likely to touch upon that um today um a little bit but i think that that's really interesting i find the science around it really quite fascinating and when you get the people that saying oh yeah crystals though you know really um it's like oh no actually actually this is the science behind it this is you know how they can they can help you and you can talk about it with a little bit more um confidence uh, than perhaps just saying oh yeah this is rose quartz this is what it can do for you do you know what I mean it does give you that confidence to be able to have those conversations with those people that don't necessarily believe as it were yeah and they are out there and if people don't want to believe that's you know that's their choice that's absolutely fine but at least I also think it helps with the healings if we're telling you about alternative remedies uh, the left brain gets involved. It's like, oh no, like, give me proof. If you can affirm that, if you can give it that proof, the healings are more likely to happen because you're fully signed up to that happening. Completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So at the end of this, so moving forward at the end of the podcast, we're going to do a little share where each of us are going to tell you about something we found out about in the last few days that we want to let you guys know about because we know you'll love. One of those for me is, a well, the one I'm going to tell you about is the book. It's my favourite science slash spiritual book. Okay, so hold off on that one. Come, I'll tell you later. But another one I recommend is called Real Magic, Ancient Wisdom, Modern Science and a Guide to the Secret Power of the Universe by Dean Radin. He is the chief scientist of the Institute of Noetic Science called IONS. And yeah, he's one of the first people who really focused on seeing in spirituality where the truths are. It's an audible so I'd recommend starting by listening to the Audible just so you can sort of take in the bits you find interesting. It's quite a dense book, as you can imagine, scientists' books sadly normally are. Uh, so yeah, I recommend the Audible. The other book I'll talk about later because it's a fantastic book. All right, so crystals. I have fallen more and more in love with crystals the more I read about them. I'm sure, like we said over the period of the podcast, we can cover so many different things, laying crystals on people, crystal grids, uh, the mythology, uh, the different colours, how to read a crystal. Like I said, I also do lots of workshops where we go through all these subjects. But I'm going to start with kind of the 101. Why crystals? Why are they good for you? And the key thing that now, again, now we have the science uh, will help you understand why they're good for you is literally understanding what a crystal is. So a mineral is generally what we find on the periodic table. 
And a crystal is, a, is either one mineral or a collection of minerals that repeat at an atomic level. So if we have, you know, if we're really looking deep down into something and it's how it's formed, the atomical structure, yeah, is going to be one or more mineral repeating exactly the same way again and again and again. And when they do that, when it repeats the same every single time, that's a crystal. Okay, so we are mineral beings and we're also water. And therefore, potentially, we are crystalline in places. So you guys understand a little bit more. And Rachel, I'll double check. I'm saying this the way you can understand in a second. So I'll just check with you. If So a crystal is when things repeat again and again and again, exactly the same. When they don't, that's a rock. Okay, so if you've got... It's doing the same thing for quite a while. So it's got a crystal part to it, but then this structure slightly changes and those two things form together, you get a rock. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, we are making sure that every time we launch an episode, our Instagram has visuals of what I'm talking about. So head to our Instagram if you want a visual of what I'm saying. There will be a visual there by the time we post this out. But that's the key thing. Crystals repeat again and again and again, exactly the same way. If they're not doing that, if there's a slight change, it's a rock. But in a crystal shop, okay, they will have rocks, minerals and crystals. And a prime example of a rock that is also deemed a beloved crystal is lapis lazuli, okay, which is basically... Lapis has got lots of different crystals that have been formed together, pressed together in the earth. Prime example, the beautiful glittery part of a lapis lazuli is pyrite, and that's a crystal. And then another part, the blue part, is a completely different crystal, but they've been formed, pushed together to create what is deemed a rock, but they still have this beautiful energy, healing energy that we can use, and therefore we'd be being very pedantic and missing out a lot if we were like, no, you're not officially a crystal, you're a rock, therefore we're not going to use you because it's still very powerful energy. Does that make sense, Rachel? It does make sense. What we might do as well is actually put a photo of um, one of those on our Instagram page um, so people can actually see what it looks like who perhaps aren't familiar with that particular rock. The other thing on a similar note to tell you guys is if you go into a crystal shop and you're wandering around, you will see things in there. Like we're saying, lapis lazuli isn't technically a crystal, but its Mm. structure is so similar and its healing energies is so important, we would not not have it in that shop. The other things like that is you may find shells in a shop. That's because they've got the most beautiful water element energy. Or something like, and again, like Rachel's just suggested, we'll make sure there's an image of this on our Instagram, something called petrified wood. What's interesting, when I was very young, four or five years old, my granddad presented me with a piece of petrified wood and I was absolutely amazed by it, unknown to me so many years later, 32, how many, yeah, 32 years later, I would be sat here telling people about this petrified wood. Basically, it's thousands of years old piece of wood that's gone back into the ground and has been crystallized, so crystals that have formed around it. 
So it's got this beautiful crystal energy again, but it's also got the lovely energy of wood. So technically we're saying it's not a crystal, but it's got a fantastic energy of the natural world, of growth. Even metaphorically, it's got the family tree element because it's got the wood element. So be aware that the key thing I want you guys to take away today is we work with crystals because they have a repeated atomical structure. And I'll explain why that's so significant in a minute. But when you go into the shop, there'll be some differences and they're still extremely important. Okay, so we want to know the information, but we also kind of break the rules a little bit when it suits us. So moving on to that, explaining the atomical structure and why it's so important for people. I first got to remind you guys that I'm going to talk about how good it is for our bodies. But don't forget, you would never just go to things like crystals or any alternate remedy if you have an ailment, you need to go to your doctor first, okay, or a medical care professional, get their advice, and this is supported information, this is not what you do instead of medical advice, you do it as well as. Basically, all atomical structures vibrate at a different rate. This rate is known as something called the dominant oscillatory rate, and I've said that right, I often get that wrong. All crystals are uh, geometrically perfect like I was saying they have the same structure repeating this means they have something called an, their entropy that's the level of disorder something can go into is very very low okay because they're so stable they can hold like if you imagine putting stress against it it's not really going to get affected and this is where we compare with humans and again there will be a diagram on our Instagram to help you understand this so we've got the crystals doing their lovely thing, vibration exactly the same. As humans, in contrast, every organ in our body has a different structure and that's how that organ is made. So we, and we need that. We don't want two hearts. We don't want the same thing in our heart happening twice. Uh, we only want two lungs. We don't want three. So everything going on in our body is perfect for a human, but it means we're not as stable. There's a lot of different energies going on. Okay. And that's why... We are much, well, we, we will become, our um, entropy levels can be quite high, our disorder levels. So our vibration can get out of sync a lot easier than a crystal ever could. Does that make sense, Rachel? That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm following so far. Cool. Okay. So for us and what we've found, and this book I'm going to refer you all to at the end has scientific research, it has a whole section on crystals, a whole chapter. And it shows in this chapter, if you have a crystal and you bring it into your being, so it's around you, roughly around your auric field, so not too far away, just in the same room as you. You can keep them on you, but otherwise, same room. When we are around this beautiful, steady vibration energy, we start to resonate with it and we start to relax our energies to match it. And that's the key. So that's what we now can see, which a few years ago we couldn't, is literally the vibrations connect and they start to match. Okay, and this same book also suggests that it's seen if we have crystals around us, an alkaline body, sorry, an acid body. So an acid body is a body that's potentially becoming unstable. We don't want to be acid, we want to be an alkaline body. And when we have crystals with us and we start to relax our energy, 
it moves us from an acid body to an alkaline body. Okay, so on a physical level, that's how crystals support us and can help us. On another level, though, so there's um, different ways we can work with crystals, is they can also raise our vibration to match things we want. So we've got the crystals physically matching, like working with our bodies to make a healthy body. So we, the vibration matches that way. But we can also pick a crystal that has a particular vibration that we want to reach a goal in our life. Okay, and I'm going to suggest something like citrine is a crystal. So natural citrine is a crystal for joy, happiness and success. And if you want success in a subject in your life, you may want to have citrine around you. So your vibration is rising up to the level of the citrine. And then you're more likely to have that thing happen in your life, whatever it is, that you're, whatever goal you're going for. This is very much like law of attraction. So in a different circumstance, you may want to create a vision board. Use a vision board as a way of raising your vibration to the items on that board. So if anyone doesn't know, a vision board is a a collage of images of things that you want to achieve in your life. Okay, but a different way of doing that would be to bring the crystal in to raise your vibration up. They do the same thing, just in different ways. Now, I love that. I love the idea of the the crystals supporting, you know, us getting what we want in life and manifestation and and stuff like that. That really does excite me. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about the law of attraction, though, and sort of just a bit of an overview as to as to what that is, what we mean by the law of attraction? Cool. It's a big subject. It's massive. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. It's It's a Brilliant subject. And anyone listening to this, you may have already watched or heard about The Secret, which came out quite a few years ago now. Um, It's a very commercial concept of law of attraction, uh, but it's a good starting point because it really explains it well. Basically, law of attraction is saying that you attract things at the same vibration as you. Okay, so if you find you're having a bad day and it just seems to get worse, like more bad things happen to you. It's because you're vibrating at a level of a bad day. So you need to stop, kind of mentally decide that needs to not happen, like change your energy, like that's enough of that now, I need to like recalibrate my day. And hopefully that positive mindset shift will mean you start to have a better day. So it's very much saying what you think is what will happen in your life. Um, I've heard it also said as where your attention goes, your energy flows, which is also law of intention and law of attraction of very specific things where we where we focus on in our life is likely to happen. So if you're out there picking crystals to bring certain things into your life, that the act of you being of doing that is more likely to happen. Yeah, I love that. That makes absolute sense to me. Yeah. Do you want to add anything or does that make sense? That makes sense to me. I mean, I guess all I would say is that, you know, for me, I think that when you're looking at that um, vibration, what what you're vibing at is then what comes back to you. So what you're putting out um, to the universe is what comes back. So if you're positively, you know, grateful every day for certain things and you have that general attitude of life of gratefulness, you know, 
it's such a lovely energy and that's that brings sort of lovely energy back you know I know it's hard um when especially at the moment obviously we're going through so much with you know lockdown and covid and things but looking at things very positively um makes such a difference and I think that when you can change your thought process so that you're feeling good um and then you're you're vibing at a you know at a high or a good level and then that's what it does seem to attract from the universe um to, to match that vibration that you're putting out um i love all this this is definitely one of my favorite topics is about you know law of attraction manifestation um you know a big thing and obviously how crystals can help that is is fantastic yeah good input thank you so yeah that's so we know now that you can use crystals to um, calm your body so imagine if you're uh, struggling with anxieties you could bring in a crystal called laramir that's a very water element relaxing calming crystal and the body resonates with the laramir and starts to help you calm down or you can go out if you're goal setting you can go and find a crystal like we were saying we're going to do the new year's eve goal setting event like if you guys have got the time to source yourself some beautiful citrine before the goal setting, it just ups that level. It gets gets you to meet the energy of your future goals. But there's two things, two little points that I want to make that people miss. Um, and all right, let me make them and then it will make, make sense what I'm saying it. So crystals are potent, can potentially bring in the life lessons as well that you need to learn to get to that end goal. So I think there's a lot of people who think, right, if I go get a crystal, if I go get rose quartz, uh, rose quartz is very much connected to romantic love, then my ideal soulmate will come into my life the next day. That may happen, but what's more likely to happen is you are getting fast track. You're raising your vibration to the ability of meeting that person but it doesn't mean you've got to go through a few more life lessons first before you find that perfect person. And I'd say that's because for one, we're all here to learn lessons in life. We can't really, I imagine, like jump them because that's like the purpose of her being, of us being here is to learn these lessons. But we, what we can do is learn them faster. So using crystals that way, you have to be aware that it's not like you're saying, I'm going to get my perfect job next week. It's saying, I'm going to learn the lessons involved to get to that point. That's why you bring these things into your life. Okay. And I say that because there's a lot of people who would maybe go get crystals and then they'd be like, well, it didn't work because I don't know, I'm, I'm looking to get married and my partner's just left me. Like, how does that work? And it's because, well, you're, that person wasn't, right for you so you've that's had to happen for the, the right person to come into your life so just be aware of that things you don't just you know day one get the crystal day two get married there's a process involved and the other point um, I would say is that is this isn't saying that you can't reach these goals anyway like yes you could go out tomorrow and you could start working on your next load of goals minus crystals but with this energy, and it's the same like vision boards and stuff like that, you're raising your vibration so you get there faster. So it's kind of like a fast track way of supporting you, of getting you there. Okay, Rachel, any questions on that part? 
Um, no, I, I guess one of the things that actually I would quite like to ask you about is about the accelerator question, uh, crystals, sorry. So those crystals that um, really accelerate things um, fast, like, you know, we've had a conversation before about Moldavite, for example. Um, can you talk about accelerator question, uh, crystals just a little bit? Okay, by that, what Rachel means is some crystals have much more high vibes than others and would fast track you somewhere quicker, but they are more aggressive to work with. And I mean that in, like they're not physically aggressive, but they will evolve you at quite a speed that some people don't like. The reason we like crystals like the quartz family is a majority of our earth is made up of quartz. So it's an energy we're very, very familiar with and we're quite happy to have a lot of it around us. There are other crystals like Rachel's Moldavite which it's a real kind of, basically Moldavite particularly is from a asteroid that hit the earth 15,000 years ago. It hit one particular part of the Czech Republic. So it's a very rare crystal because it's not a worldwide crystal at all. And it's because it's come from outer space, its property is around introducing you to alien concepts. And I don't necessarily mean particularly aliens, although it, it may be able to do that. What it means is opening you up to concepts, new ideas that you've never considered before. So it's a real evolution crystal. And its energies can be hard to deal with, especially if you're not at that point that you're ready for that. Rachel, I mean, do you want to talk about your experience? You love Moldavite. Yes. So I've got um, a pendant necklace that I wear all the time. Um, and it's actually got two large chunks of Moldavite on it. And um, I was tossing up, you know, if I should if I should get this necklace, um, mainly because of the the, the general cost of it. Um, the price of Moldavite is going up, people. Um, I feel like it should be the next investment. Um, and I um, I picked up this necklace, and I did I did buy it, and I had said to Gemma about this Moldavite necklace, and. I got it and um, she said, look, just just be careful because it, you know, it really, it really will accelerate things in your life. Things will happen quite quickly. Well, I put it on the physical reaction after four hours. I was so thirsty and felt slightly sick, I have to admit. Um, could have been something else. It could have been, I'm not saying it was necessarily the Moldavite. I was like, oh God, I'm thirsty. Um, so I, I took it off and I did feel a bit better. So you, I sort of had to gear myself up for using it around the clock, which I now do and I have to admit since I've been wearing it things have come in and out of my life at the rate of knots um it's accelerated so much for me and you know you can't necessarily say it's just that um obviously there's been a lot going on in life but yeah I I really I've really felt a difference and seen a real difference in my life since I've been using it. And, you know, Gemma, as you know, I, I literally wear it every minute of the day when I'm not sleeping now. And it doesn't make me feel so sick and it doesn't make me feel so thirsty. <laughs> but um, yeah, there was definitely a physical reaction. I have, I would say that I've definitely seen um, a difference in what it is that I'm, you know, attracting in my, well, not what I'm attracting, but the speed of things I'm attracting in my life. I feel like there has been a huge difference since I started wearing it. That's so interesting. And yeah, it's definitely experiences I've had as well. Um, I'd say to people listening, you know, play with that, bring it in and be, but just do it consciously. So some crystals and feel free to DM us and I can advise people on the crystals that they want to buy. Um, some have lovely quiet energies. They work slowly, but 
we like slow because slow can help us evolve at a speed that we can really deal with what's going on. When we bring in these more high vibe crystals, we would also be dealing with the I don't like change aspects of life at the same time. Like you need to kind of, it's going a little bit quicker than probably the evolution that you're used to. But it's not a bad thing, is it? I don't think you regret making that decision. God, no, no, not at all. I mean, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, right, I want change. I want it quick. I want development. You know, I am chomping at the bit to to develop things in my life. I mean, my life's, you know, I generally think my life's amazing now, but, you know, I want more. And um, I'm in a position right now where, you know, I would welcome fast-paced change and new things coming into my life at quite fast pace I feel like at this point I'm kind of ready for that but I do agree there are other stages of life where I would not want this you know I would want everything to be a lot slower a lot more stable a lot you know a lot more steady um and I think it just depends on on where you are in your own personal journey um you know me right now I'm like attack 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 I you know I want to do all of this stuff but you know as I said it's uh, it's not like that all the time um a nice more gentle crystal which brings very slow change and you know it would be welcome at certain points I think as you say it's just about doing it consciously yeah and when you get to the point where you feel that's enough now I'm like fully you know I've had I've had enough changes in the last however long I need a break all you have to do is consciously put that crystal away so you're energetically saying not now to the universe so you could put it in a jewelry box put it in a drawer thank it if you want to because it's just doing its job with you put it away and bring it out again when you feel ready every time I imagine you bring it out and work with it you will experience different things because your energies change the more you work with the high vibe crystals the more it will be easier on you because you're hit you're meeting that vibration they are kind of way above our standard when we get to these real kind of moldavite crystals a herkima diamond is the same the more you increase your vibes, then the easier it is, but also that's pushing your vibes quite high. So just be kind to yourself. And we'll go back to my other topic I'm covering at the moment, intuition. If you have a train of thought where you're going, you know, a lot's happening to me right now, I've had enough, and you think, oh, is that because I've got Moldavite? That's, again, that's your brain putting two and two together, and you can choose to put the Moldavite away for a while until you feel ready to take on more life lessons again. Like I was saying, intuition and crystals, they work really well together. And the next thing I want to cover with you guys is how to pick your crystal. And literally the answer is intuition. So you can do this online because yes, the crystals are on an online shop. You're not getting to hold them. You're not getting to pick them up. But that you can still, as humans, are able to connect to the energy of things even when it's an image. So you can pick your crystals using your intuition online or in person. And what you want to do is just be lovely, relaxed, um, enjoy the shopping process. Just go into the shop and you want to be picking up the ones you're either really attracted to or you dislike. And I'll talk about the dislike ones in a minute. But basically what you like is what's relevant to you at that time, okay? So that's the bonus. If you're liking something, enjoy buying it because this fits into that. What's that saying? Only have in your house what's beautiful or practical. Oh, I love that. I don't think I've heard that before. 
I like that. I, I, it's a, I think I'm going to get it wrong, but I think it's a famous interior designer says that. And I would say crystals kind of fit both of those like tick twice. Because you've got the practicality of it's helping you, it's supporting you in some way, but boy, are they beautiful as well. And what you're doing is when you go for the ones you like, you like them because that energy is relevant to you at that moment in time. And it's as easy as that. Yes, there's loads and loads of crystal meaning books out there. And I love them. Like, I think I've memorized heaps of them. And again, like in Instagrams, the next few days, I'll post up my favorite crystal books so you guys can see what I look you know the books I like but I wouldn't say go to the book first before you go to the shop so don't go through um, looking for a crystal to support you in finding a new job because that would be kind of the left brain logical decision for that is also the author's take okay your take could be different and that's because the fundamental uh, issues that you're trying to resolve were probably in your subconscious and your intuition is very much connected to your subconscious so it knows on a level that we can't uh, comprehend what we need okay so yes use the books once you've gone to the shop and you want to come home and learn more about your crystal that's the time to go to these lovely books but I would recommend going to the shop finding what you like bringing one home and then learning why you've got it. And I wouldn't be surprised if the reason you've picked that one is more profound than if you'd just picked it logically from the meaning book. Okay? Does that make sense, Rachel? It does make sense. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I think that people get crystals or they're intuitively drawn to a crystal at a certain time that they need it. And I know that I've picked up crystals before and been like, oh God, I love this. I absolutely have to have it. The energy's there. You know, it really resonates. And then a month later, I sort of go, oh yeah, that's a nice crystal, but you know, it doesn't have that same vibe to it. And I think because our needs change over time and the crystal, I suppose, comes into our life, it does, you know, what it's there to do. It raises our vibration at that point to what we need, perhaps. And then actually further down the line you sort of go well that's a lovely crystal but it's not necessarily something I'm drawn to like I was you know a month ago or a week ago or what have you and I think that that your needs around crystals really change Gemma you can probably talk more more to that but do you know what I mean by that yeah definitely and I would say that's probably the one frustrating thing about crystals when when you're in the shop you will get the crystal you need at that moment in time it doesn't mean it's the crystal you need the next day or the next week uh, when you work with crystals, you're really raising your vibrations quite quickly. And that change can be pretty quick sometimes, especially like you're saying, Rachel, um, the quite dramatic changes things like Moldavite can make. And I'm not saying go for the, it's not like you can go for Moldavite to fast track yourself rather than a lesser energy crystal because we're all different and we've all got different lessons. Some of you may look at Moldavite and be like, and again, we'll put an image in our Instagram so you can see what it means. To me, Moldavite's like a broccoli green colour and sometimes it literally looks like broccoli. So for some other people, they'd be like, I don't like that. And if you don't like it, it's not a crystal for you. Okay, but maybe a similar high vibe crystal would be. Um, but yeah, definitely they raise your vibration until they don't anymore and then you'll move on to another crystal. And then it's up to you to decide, do I want to keep that original crystal 
or not and you'll know quite quickly um, if you want to keep it it's probably because one day you will be using it again or someone in your family will benefit from it if you are ready to move on and say goodbye to that crystal then I recommend gifting it please don't put them in the bin or anything they are absolutely beautiful just spend a moment with that crystal and I imagine this happens to me that you will think of a friend and that crystal's meant to move on to that friend and just gift it to them that's lovely yeah just going back to something else that you said a moment ago was about you know with your intuition looking at crystals obviously you like and are drawn to but then also the crystals that you dislike yes good question so this is something I'm looking into now so I don't know as much about it but if you think when you dislike something there's a lot of energy to that it's not just going around the shop and not noticing something you don't like it it's not in your periphery you don't notice it you it's like you see it and you have a powerful dislike so this is something I'm like exploring at the moment I wonder if they are crystals that maybe we should also be working with or they will it's like this knowing um so I have this I believe that we we work with the Akashic Records we have an idea why we come to the earth and we know what lessons we want to learn and these crystals that maybe we don't like are the bigger lessons. So it's not like we don't like them. It's the apprehension of what working with them would do in our lives and what we would learn. It's almost like we don't feel ready for those lessons yet, but we know they're coming. So I'm starting slowly and guys, like, feel free to DM us to give me a bit of feedback on this with your own experiences. But if you go into a shop and you really dislike a crystal, then you go and check its meanings are they still relevant to you? If they're completely irrelevant, this is what I'm currently kind of diarying. If I dislike a crystal and its meanings are currently not relevant, are they going to be in the future? And are they going to be really big life change events when I get there? I find that so interesting, really interesting. The fact that what we dislike can perhaps say as much as what we really do like, you know? Yeah, because there's this powerful energy of apprehension and disliking something because that's a strong energy for a crystal like they're all beautiful how can we dislike a crystal there's got to be something else going on there so that's yeah that's where I am at the moment so Rachel have you got any other questions I do I do Gemma where do where should people keep their crystals yeah good question this is a question so I do workshops called beginner's guide to crystals and advanced guide to crystals this is always asked, and in fact, we put it in the in the main body of text now because it's so common. I think the easiest way for you all to understand what to do is, so you've got your crystal, you've got it in shop, bring it home, look in that crystal book then, or look online to look at its properties. Once you understand its uses, you put it in the room that's relevant for that use. Okay, so... If it's a lovely relaxing crystal, like an amethyst, a rose quartz, or like celestite, that can go in the bedroom because its energies are lovely and relaxing. But if it's a busy crystal, if it's a goal setting, I was saying earlier about citrine, pyrite's another one, busy wants to get stuff done for you, that needs to be in the area of your house or even your work, if you wanted to do that, that suits that energy. Otherwise, what happens is you've got busy goal setting crystals in the bedroom and potentially they could be keeping you up all night. And again, you'd only know that 
through um, maybe you're not sleeping for a few nights and your intuition would present to you the idea of, oh, I'm not sleeping. Is that that crystal? And if it is, if you know, if you get that train of thought, most people do, if they own crystals, just move that crystal to a different part of the house. Okay. Can we perhaps at some point as well go over on a podcast where where crystals can be placed for certain things a little bit more or where they can be worn on the body as well? Because um, I know before you've said about certain crystals shouldn't be placed near electrical items. Um, and then, but on the, in the same breath, there are certain crystals that you should place near, say, electrical items that, you know, give off um, certain vibrations. Uh, I think that's really interesting. And I think, yeah, that's something we should probably cover in another another podcast session um, as well. Um, another question. Can you suggest some good starter crystals for people? Yeah, good call. So, okay, if you only ever owned one crystal, okay, mm-hmm. I would recommend buying clear quartz. And that's because it's got this very interesting property of it can almost become anything else. And by that, what I mean is it can be pro... Well, spiritually what we call programming a crystal which straight away people would be like what like how does that work so you can program your clear quartz and to do that you're putting I've got to remember this way around you hold it in your non-dominant hand and you you close your eyes like a little easy meditation you think about where you want support in your life and what you're doing is you're putting that energy into that crystal it's called programming which yes straight away sounds witchy sounds woo woo again but interestingly with crystals they are the the memory part of our computers are made up of clear quartz crystals so we are literally when we press file save on a computer we are saving to quartz okay so it's not as woo woo these days as we would have thought it could be so clear quartz is fantastic in the sense you can program it to support you in any way you want then you clear its energies this is called cleansing a crystal so you you kind of put it back to neutral you're like thank you you've done your job supporting me there and then you can program it to help you in another way so you could all you know you don't need lots of crystals they all vibrate at the different energies that support their tasks but if you don't want to do that one or two clear quartzes would do it for you. They also amplify energy, so you increase the level of energy. So they're very good at, if you've got a happy home, they'll make that home more happy. And the other thing they do, like I was just saying, they cleanse. So they cleanse the body. They they would um, take any negative energy out of the body, supposedly, Um, and they cleanse other things so they've got three properties that mean they're very useful for lots of different things particularly the programming that's why I'd say you only ever need a clear quartz if you don't want a big crystal collection but if you want to venture out to the next three which I've already mentioned these these are the three that most people know and again go to Instagram for some imagery but we've got rose quartz The, the, the three I'm going to say by the way they're all quartz and that's because our bodies there's so much of it on the earth. We're so familiar with it. We're quite happy to have that around us. Uh, rose quartz is very much around love and it's love in all its forms. So we're very used to knowing it as romantic love, but it's also self-care and any other form of love. So even love in the sense of hobbies, our passions in life, animals, friendships, all sorts. However, Whatever you love, that's a crystal for that. Amethyst is the healing crystal. 
So it's a health crystal. Like again, like we were saying before there, guys, any health problems, go to doctors first, use the crystals as an extra aid. And then they're also very calming. And the other one, again, like citrine is obviously my crystal of the day because it's probably the third or fourth time I've said it now. <laughs> Citrine's got the most amazing energy. So it's deemed the most highest joyous energy of a crystal you can get. So uh, citrine's energy is pure joy. That's its trend, you know, its main property. But what it does to get you there is lovely. So it wants you to be your most happiest self. And therefore, it helps you find what makes you the most happiest. So it's also seen to be a crystal of success. And it's because it knows that if you're successful, and that's successful in all terms, it's not just necessarily finances, it's being doing what makes you happy, that form of success, and therefore you're your most joyous self. Okay, so rose quartz, amethyst and citrine are the three... I would recommend after you'd bought yourself a clear quartz. And obviously the clear quartz, as you said, is a bit of an accelerator for whatever it is that, you know, what else you're buying. Yes, exactly. So if you or if you are also buying others or you've bought these three, the rose quartz, amethyst and citrine, if you put clear quartz next to it, they amplify. So if you can only afford little tumbles, little one, two pound tumbles, crystals, you could also get a clear quartz and it amplifies, it increases the energy of a little crystal. So that's a little extra thing you could do. Perfect. Um, you know what I might do? I might add some uh, clear quartz to my Moldavite and just see what happens. <laughs> wow, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that could be quite fun. It's a bit like Red Bull for crystals. Yeah, exactly. You're on this super <laughs> fast evolution right now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, that all sounds um, really interesting. Can you just say one quick thing about how crystals interact with chakras? And I'm sure we'll come on to this as something completely separate in a different podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a massive subject. Um, when I do the workshops, I run a whole workshop on this itself. But what um, Rachel's talking about is we've got an energy body that runs up the centre of the spine called the chakras. We actually have thousands of chakras saying that through the body. But the seven that go up the centre are the fundamental main ones. They've all got their own colour. And the, we can, like, basically, uh, for example, the heart chakra is green and we can place a green crystal on the heart chakra to support the energy of that area. So the colours, so when I do these courses, I talk about the colour meanings of the crystals. There's a lot of colour therapy involved. And um, you can deliberately pick a colour to support an area of the body. But yeah, at some point I'll definitely cover all the chakras. And I'll also at the same point cover, you know, the relevant crystals for that chakras and what they do for that chakra. Brilliant. That would be great. Um, and now, Gem, also you mentioned the book. So time to do our first ever share of the week. Like yeah. I said, yeah, like I said at the beginning, we are going to each of us every week give a little snippet about kind of like our private life via some suggestions of things that we've done in the past. And I wanted to start with, I know when I tell people about the science of spirituality and it's something I'm learning. So I'm not like an expert in this. I definitely don't have anything like a science degree. Caveat guys, like I'm learning this at the same time as I'm telling you. Um, but I find it so satisfying to see that there is science now. And it's just like the icing on the cake 
to have that reassurance that we didn't have before. Before we had the knowings and actually I was quite happy with the knowings. But there's a little bit of extra now that kind of just it just satisfies you a bit more. And one of the books. So when I did a crystal course recently, because I like I said, I studied 2005 is when I started studying all my spiritual development. And when I got back into it, I just wanted a bit of a recap. So I did another crystal course and the book that came with the course. So this is a book you can get on Amazon. It's not like you have to do a therapy course or anything to get it. It's called Vibrational Medicine, the number one handbook of subtle energy therapies. And it literally is all the different therapies. There's pretty much like a different chapter per different therapy uh, by a gentleman called Richard Gerber, MD. And I think like Rachel, in the future, we're going to do book reviews, aren't we? We're going to start telling people about the books we've also read. And I think this would be quite a hard read but the amount of conversation we could have after we've read it because it's such it really goes really in depth into the science but in a way that we can all comprehend it easily again guys I'd recommend the audible more um the audible of this particular book is I think like a two-hour presentation he's done so it's not it's unabridged it's not the book it's just like a presentation inspired by the book um, so they're both useful but I yeah I can't recommend that book enough if it's the science that you want to get involved and because it's chapter topics you can kind of just delve into a chapter put it down for a while and then delve into another chapter that sounds great I, I will add that to my Amazon cart and we sure let's let's definitely do a book review on on that one I mean it sounds absolutely massive so it might might cover yeah, a, couple a, of, a couple of podcasts so mine is also a book. I picked up this week The Empath's Survival Guide um, by Judith uh, Orloff. Now, um, being an empath, there are, you know, as you know as well, there are certain things that, you know, you can and can't do. I mean, I can't watch anything um, that causes people pain, even on TV, physical pain. It actually makes me feel um, like I'm in pain myself. So I haven't read it yet. I picked it up off Amazon. It arrived this week. So I'm really looking forward to um, having a read of that. And we'll let people know how that goes. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Is that a new book? No, I don't think so. I think it's actually quite an old one. Um, but the reviews are absolutely fantastic. If you're an empath, apparently this is the, the book to read. I'm trying to see as to what, what year it was um, what year it was published. But um, I'll put a picture of that up on Instagram as well um, so people can easily see that. Brilliant. Okay, guys. So this that was our Crystal 101. Like I said, I will come back. I will tell you more about crystals in a while we'll do some other subjects first send me a dm though if there's a particular crystal subject that you want us to cover or if you've got any crystal questions and don't forget uh, again social media is our thing we do love instagram our instagram handle is modern soul speaks that's where you can go to get all these um, imagery or the graphics i was telling you that we'll post up today and that's how you can stay in touch with us between now and our next episode and every day for the next few days i'll be posting up more crystal facts so yeah once you're done once you've done the review because don't forget you want to get involved with our new year's event as um, soon as that's done head over to our social media and we'll see you over there have a good week fantastic thanks bye everyone